Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to Forks of Elkhorn Baptist Church. I'd like to give a special welcome if this is your first time worshiping with us. Thank you for tuning in to be a part of this midweek time of devotion and prayer. It's hard to believe it's April the 14th. Time marches on as we continue to make our way through this difficult season, through this pandemic. We have signs of hope that things are looking up and getting better. So I encourage you to continue to pray and continue to, to stay faithful as God, I know, is going to lead us through. Tonight, I would like to share with you a few moments about what God has laid on my heart. I prayed that it would minister to you and speak to you. So many times folks will contact me even after Sunday's message and they'll say, that's exactly what I needed to hear or I felt God was speaking to me. And we know that's the Holy Spirit. So I pray tonight that the Holy Spirit would minister to you and encourage you as we share together. But I read a story out of a book called Then Sings My Soul about a couple named Walter and Sevilla Martin. They lived in Leicestershire, New York in 1904. There, Walter was compiling hymns to take to the Bible Practical Training School. And one Sunday morning, he was to go and speak at a church when his wife, Sevilla, woke up sick, not feeling well. He was going to cancel his speaking engagement when one of his young children piped up and said, Daddy, you do not have to stay at home with Mother. God will take care of us. And so he would go on to the train station and he would fulfill his speaking engagement. And when he came home later, his wife, Sevilla, handed him a piece of a paper, and on that paper were words of a song that she had composed. He took the words, sat down at the organ, and he wrote the music to the words of a hymn that some of you might remember. It was, God will take care of you. Be not dismayed, whate'er betide. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every day or all the way. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. This song would go on to be published in the hymnal, and many of us through the years have sung that beautiful song. Let's fast forward to 1929. There was a successful businessman who was from a long line of Baptist ministers. And during his business investments in 1929, the Great Depression hit and things began to go sour. And many of his business investments began to fail. He found himself filled with anxiety and insomnia. He was not able to sleep. He developed a bad case of the shingles as a result of the stress and anxiety. He, to, he had to be hospitalized. It seemed that medicines, tranquilizers, nothing seemed to help him. He felt as though he was in a dark dungeon. 
He was depressed. He said that he felt like he had nothing to live for. He felt as though his friends had abandoned him and his family had deserted him and he just wanted to die. And then one day at the hospital, down in the hospital chapel, a lot of hospitals have a little chapel area where people can go to pray or where a chaplain can conduct a service. One day, as he was in the hospital, he heard a song coming from that little chapel, and he heard the words, Be not dismayed, whate'er betide, God will take care of you. It drew him into that chapel. He listened to that song. He heard scripture being read, the prayer that was being prayed. And he said, it was as if a miracle took place. Immediately, he felt as though he was lifted from that dark dungeon into the heavenly sunlight, into the bright sunlight. He would go on to say that that time there in the chapel were some of the most dramatic and glorious 20 minutes of his life. He felt as though God had healed him of this despair and hopelessness. This man would go on to be very successful and said that he never felt hopeless again or felt such great despair ever again. You might I've heard of this man. You may have heard of this man. His name was J.C. Penney. He would go on to have a very successful business. But maybe tonight you felt as though J.C. Penney did. You feel as though he did with the hopelessness and despair. And, and maybe during this pandemic, you've wondered if God cares about you or, or if you're going to get through this difficult time and maybe you felt hopelessness or you have felt overwhelmed or you have felt like you're in a dark dungeon. Maybe tonight God is going to lift you out of this depression or anxiety or this dark time. There's some passages of scripture that I've shared with you through this season, but I feel like they are certainly worth repeating. The first is found out of the book of Philippians. Remember, Paul was in prison when he wrote Philippians, not in that cold Roman dungeon, but in his own rented house where he was free to impart the gospel. And even during this time of imprisonment, Paul was given encouragement. Yes, he was reporting on his own circumstance, and he was thanking those Christians for an offering they collected. But he was really given the message to encourage the believers to rejoice regardless of their circumstance. And tonight, regardless of our circumstance, we have something to be thankful for. We can rejoice even in our time of despair. And hear these beautiful words that we've shared so many times out of Philippians chapter 4, 6, and 7, when Paul said, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, 
that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Do not be anxious about anything. I want you to know tonight that the cure we have to help us from this pit of hopelessness or despair is our prayer lives. And maybe early on in this pandemic, you were committed to pray and to read God's word and to worship with us online, or, or maybe you were coming to worship, but through the passing of time, you've grown complacent. You've stopped praying as much. You've stopped reading your Bible as much, and you've gone back to some of your old habits and your old ways. I want to encourage you tonight to continue to pray continue to read God's word, continue to worship and be with other believers. The devil wants to pick us off one at a time. And one of the greatest ways he can do that is to separate us from our committed relationship with Christ by pulling us away from our prayer time and reading God's word and being with other believers. So Tonight, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let's present our request to God. And then he promises to guard our hearts and minds with that peace that passes or transcends all understanding. And then Peter wrote in the book of First Peter, he also was writing to the church that had been scattered because of their persecution and their suffering. It's been called a letter of separation or persecution or suffering, but it's also been called a letter of hope or a letter of encouragement. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, again, this very familiar verse, and I encourage you to memorize Philippians 4, 6, and 7 and verse 7 of 1 Peter chapter 5, when he said, cast all your anxiety upon the Lord because he cares for you. Maybe you've not been sleeping well lately. Maybe the anxiety has caused insomnia. Maybe you've been depressed. You can't wait for this season to be over. But don't be so down that you feel like giving up. Don't let the devil lie to you and think things are never going to get better because they are, and they are getting better. And so, no, God is going to sustain you and me, and he's going to pull us through. But we must cast, throw it upon him, just as we're casting uh, our fishing line out, our rod and reel, we're casting. We are giving it to God. Cast your anxiety on him tonight. Why? Because... He cares for you and me very much. And I pray tonight that God will give you that peace that passes all understanding. But I want to share with you another verse out of God will take care of you. Hear these words. No matter what may be the test, God will take care of you. Lean, weary one, upon his breast. God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every day or all the way. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. So trust in that tonight, that God 
is in control. He's still on his throne and he's taking care of you and me. Tonight, many of you should have received a prayer list. We continue to pray for folks that have lost loved ones. We pray for folks that are recovering from surgery. We pray for folks that are in the hospital or in rehab. And we pray that God is gonna continue to heal their body and heal them in every way. And maybe tonight you're going through a rough season, maybe financial problem or a marital issue, or, or maybe it's a, an addiction you're facing. God will take care of you, but you must place your trust completely in him. And tonight as we enter into a prayer time, if you've never placed your faith and trust completely in Jesus Christ, I invite you to invite Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. Or if you're a Christian and you've grown, again, uh, maybe discouraged or impatient, I invite you to recommit your life to Christ. But at this time, would you join me as we go to the Lord in prayer? God, thank you so much for your faithfulness. And Lord, there's no doubt that when the Martins wrote this great hymn of faith, God, we will take care of you. It was a, a God moment that you used their child to say to them, uh, Daddy, you don't have to stay at home with mother. God will take care of us. That God will take care of us. And it wasn't by accident that J.C. Penney heard this beautiful hymn coming from the hospital chapel. It was a God moment where he said it was one of the most uh, glorious and dramatic moments of his life that, God, you spoke to him. And maybe tonight, God, you're speaking to someone who is at the end of the rope or they felt overwhelmed by their situation. And, God, they're going to be lifted out of that despair tonight through your power and through your spirit and through your love. And I pray tonight, God, that whatever people are going through, that they would feel a peace that passes all understanding, that they would cast all their anxiety upon you. Why? Because you care for us. You love us deeply. And Father, I pray for folks that are grieving that you would wrap your loving arms around them. Be with folks, God, that have grown hopeless and I pray, God, that they would find hope tonight and recommit their life to you. Father, if there are folks that have never placed their trust in you, that they might pray a prayer to say, Dear God, I confess that I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Thank you, O oh God, for saving me. I love you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, someone would pray a prayer much like that when and begin their lifelong eternal journey of living for you and with you. Lord, maybe there's some folks tonight again that are just needing a, a special touch of your spirit. You know their heart. You know their situation. You know what's going on. Oh, God, we pray for your hand to be upon them. Father, we need healing in our nation we still very much are divided and we have uh, father so many things right now pulling folks this way or that way bring healing to our land bring revival and spiritual awakening 
heal this country and this world of this virus. And Lord, that people would, Father, feel safe to get out again. And, and Lord, as people get their vaccinations, they'll feel more comfortable about being around others. And Father, just heal us in every way. And Lord, continue to bless this church. Thank you, Father, for the faithfulness of your people through their prayers and, Father, through their generous giving and through their support, through notes and cards and texts and emails. Thank you, God, for this wonderful church. Bless every family, God. Bless those that are going again through seasons of pain and health issues. Restore their health. And, Father, bring them back to us, I pray soon, uh, safely, and Father, with good health. Father, I just pray now you would keep everyone under your tender watch care. Bless everyone with the great rest of the week, and we look forward, God, to what you're going to do this Lord's Day. We commit this service to you, thanking you in advance for the victories we trust you to bring. In the strong and holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you again so much for worshiping with us tonight. Uh, don't forget that we are meeting in person on Sundays at 8.30 and 11. There's no reservations needed. We're asking folks to continue to wear their mask and social distance. We pray in the, hopefully, the near future, we will be able to ease up on some of those restrictions, but right now we're still trying to do our best to minister to you while keeping you safe. Uh, we're going to be meeting again soon with some folks to talk about how we can open up even more so than we're doing right now, but continue to pray for us. As I thought things would be getting easier, but we still have some challenges to overcome, but we are excited to see some of you here for the first time in over a year. Some of you have come back. We continue to see guests every Sunday, and I'm so thankful. I'm meeting with folks about wanting to join the church and make decisions for Christ, so <clears throat> we're so grateful, <clears throat> excuse me, for decisions that are being made. Thank you for watching tonight. Tonight, I'm so grateful that Bill McAlpin, one of our fine members, we love Bill and Paulette, he's going to be closing us with the beautiful hymn of faith in the garden. And uh, thank you, Bill, for leading us so beautifully tonight. And thank you again for worshiping. Don't forget how much God loves you. And we love you too. Have a wonderful evening. God bless you. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own 
and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet that the birds hush their singing and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever